This is Jessica. And this is Kelly. And this is the Chasing Brighter podcast. Hi, welcome to our first episode in January where we're going to be talking about our bodies and our relationships with our bodies. This month, Kelly and I are going to be interviewing and talking with people who focus on helping us heal our bodies. We can hold trauma in our body, things that have happened in our body. And so we thought it would be really important to discuss our own relationships with our bodies and tips and tools that we have for you so you can improve that relationship. We're really excited also later this month to be talking with Jessica Medellin, who wrote First Moon Manual, Letters to Our Daughters. Jessica is an author and speaker, and she's passionate about advocating for youth. This book is so beautiful. It's a compilation of letters, poetry, and art from a group of diverse women to help our young women understand more about their bodies and what that means to start your menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. And we'll be finishing this month with the book body keeps the score, which will be really great about, again, how our body holds on to trauma. So let's get into it, Kelly. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool for January that we're going to be talking about this subject. When I first started my own journey of self-discovery, I really got into self-compassion and learning to love myself and forgive myself for a lot. And I think this topic is a great extension of that is how I see it, where part of being compassionate for yourself is also loving your physical body and how you take care of your physical body. Yeah. And that can mean so many things, right? Some of us have struggles with our body image, right? Not liking the way our body looks. Mm -hmm. Some of us have issues where maybe we have chronic pain. We might have a diagnosis or disease that prevents our body doing what we want it to do. And also we might have trauma or various things that happen in our life that we're holding into our body. And so it really can encompass so many different things. And each of us are so unique in terms of, that's the thing that's amazing about being a human being is even when we talk about this, the mind-body connection and how that all works and how it manifests itself is drastically different from individual yeah. to individual. I practice brain spotting in my work and Dr. David Grand, who created brain spotting, which is a brain-based intervention in psychotherapy, talks about how he doesn't like when people say the mind-body connection, which is very interesting because I still say that, but he says that our body is our mind, like our brain is our body and our body is our brain, that they're all one. We can think about it that way. I think about, I think we talked about this before, but recently Jane Fonda was sharing how she was sexually abused at the age of 12 and she felt like her brain disconnected from her body. And it wasn't until recently that she was able to bring them back together. So sometimes we do disconnect those mm -hmm. because of things that have happened to us in our life. Mm -hmm. But I think that we talk about body compassion. We've talked about it before. And I think it's about creating a better life. We think it's about creating a better life yes. by treating our bodies with respect, mm -hmm. being kind to ourselves. We can choose to craft a relationship with our bodies that makes us feel fabulous, joyful, vibrant, and alive. And we can engage in positive activities and steps towards ourselves. We can also tap into our parasympathetic nervous system where healing can happen. Are you familiar with mm -hmm. parasympathetic yes. and sympathetic nervous system? Fight or flight. Yep. You like to think about it like the sympathetic nervous system is foot on the gas and parasympathetic nervous system is foot on the brake. And so we want to stop that fight or flight self-soothe and engage in things that we can heal our body. I remember having issues with the way I felt about my body going back to the age of nine, maybe even younger. How about you? 
you've always loved your body. I don't know where you're at with this. I think it's more my body was just this thing and really never until later in life trying to own myself and my body and like being aware of my body in a way that is part of who I am. Yeah. And like taking care of it in that way. I think about Jessica Medine who talked to us about shame. Mm-hmm. And I think I developed very young. And so mom wanted to get me a bra in third grade and no one had a bra. And you could see if someone was wearing a bra. So I got a bra very young and had breasts very young. And when you and I moved, I was 10 and you were 11. And when we moved to the Catholic school, everyone thought I was the older sister. Like I was going in fourth and you were going in sixth. So there was shame there on that I looked older and why did I look older and what did that mean about being older and just definitely having a bigger chest and people commenting on it and having to wear a bra. And so I felt different and looked different than people. And so then that brings an awareness and a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I think that some of my own feelings are probably still like very deep. We're going to be healing. We're healing that out. We're healing it out. (laughs) I definitely think that between you and I, like you were always thought to be the older one and you developed a lot quicker. I was like just following what everybody else did. I don't really feel like I came into my own for a long period of time in my life. And that's what's great for for those of you who are listening, who feel like Kelly, and that's your experience, that things are buried deep down. There's more than talk therapy. And that's what's so cool about energy work, body work, mm-hmm. like EMDR. And what uh, is that? EMDR is another brain based therapy. That's where brain spotting is a spinoff of that, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. It's a psychotherapy mm. that allows you to heal. And so with brain spotting, uh, which is a spinoff. So in EMDR, it's very technical. The clinician moves something for your eyes to follow across the horizon and then you have things to do with your hands it's very technical it's an intense training as a clinician to do it it's really expensive i've wanted to do it but i found brain spotting which i like better because i'm not a very technical person i'm the go with the flow type person and so another thing where clients look at a pointer we bring up something we believe that as you go through the life cycle different things happen and stay encapsulated at that place and time in your brain And we access that point in time and you stare at a pointer, we find the brain spot, and then um, your brain reprocesses. With brain spotting, for instance, I had a client tell me it was my voodoo magic and he had the same job for a very long time, started having panic attacks, maybe three brain spotting sessions. And he was like, I'm done. I'm better. Thank you. The end. Wow. Yeah. Um, And you don't have to talk during it, which is interesting. Also like hypnotherapy or like a Reiki healing, a Theta healing, Mm -hmm. there's energy healing. Mm -hmm. Yoga is incredibly healing. They have done studies where yoga, they had post-war veterans engage in yoga, and yoga was more healing than psychotherapy and psychotropic drugs combined. Um, And we will be having a yoga instructor on Smithy coming in this week. I'm talking about her journey and how she helps people heal. And so anyways, I just wanted to say that side note, if you don't feel comfortable talking you don't have to go to talk therapy like and get process a everything mm-hmm. necessarily. There's you know other what I mean? things. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what really has helped me reprogram is I love following body positive influencers. Mm-hmm. I love Alex Light. 
I love Kenzie Brenna. I love Bo Stanley. I love Amber Tamblin. These are people that really focus on loving your body. I think for us, we grew up, we talked a little bit about this with, with Susie Izzo, is that we grew up during heroin chic. And I think now it's a more beautiful time for bodies. But I think there was a shame in not having a certain body type growing up. And so following body positive influencers helps me with my self-love practice. Also, something that helps me is treating myself, honoring myself, and engaging in things I enjoy. Yes. Uh, being grateful for my body and moving yes. my body. Yes. We've yes. talked before. There are people in our life who can't move their body. So yes. I'll just be grateful for having my I agree. I think that's a really important pieces if you are able to move, move your body and keep active and take care of it in that way to keep it away from risks of injuries or things that can be really debilitating. And I was also going to say in terms of talking about body positivity, I know we talked previously, but remember when I realized about this mid-size life fashion. situation, mm-hmm. mid-size mm-hmm. fashion, where I think that a lot of us tend to see other people as like more beautiful than ourselves Mm -hmm. versus realizing that it doesn't matter what size you are. And I think that whole mid-size fashion thing to me, what I absolutely love about it is just being so inspired by all these different women. And that to me makes me feel better about myself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty is a social standard. And we were programmed with these ridiculous beauty standards And now that is changing. And when you look at the body positive movement, to me, it's just us seeing all bodies as beautiful. You and I can eat the same thing, do the same thing every single day, and our bodies will look different. And so just embrace the diversity of people and follow people that really celebrate all sizes is, you know, which is amazing, is is normal for our children, but crazy for us, like you're saying, what? There are women that are my size that are trying on clothes and I can watch them try it on. Like, what? Because it's even though some fashion brands are trying to show more inclusivity, it's still just not like a mom body, right? It's I want to see how a mom body is going to look in these things. And then when you're like, wow, they're so beautiful. I think it does bring that love a little bit back to you. I I think if you continue to do that, you can reprogram yourself. Also, I want to say in my healing journey, I know yours as well is shift conversations away from appearance. You set boundaries with your friends and you surround yourself with people that you like, people who are positive and help you feel good about yourself because there are a lot of body shamers out there. And so it's like you can set boundaries or cut them out of your life too. Yes. And I think I am raising my kids. I've talked about this before. I listened to Heather Robertson. She has a podcast, Half Size Me. And she was raising her boys to not talk about people's bodies. So it's something that if you're like, oh, my gosh, you look so great. Have you lost weight? No, don't say that. You don't need to talk about other people's bodies. Even if you're saying it's positively, there's a way that you can compliment people. There's nothing to do with their body. And I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that is a nice um, thing to consider and be more mindful of and really work on practicing. I really love the idea of surrounding yourself with people you like Mm -hmm. and the people who make you feel good and being more mindful of that and being Mm -hmm. mindful like this person doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Trying to manage how you surround yourself with different people. 
one of the things I think about even for myself is, and people who you feel comfortable around. So even my husband or something where he'll say, you look great, this or that. And for me to be like, I don't feel very good about myself wearing whatever. And then he'll be like, oh, you look so great, blah, 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 blah. In a very authentic, genuine way where like, he makes me feel good about myself. And I think being around people who make you feel more comfortable in certain ways that yeah with your body than you may have had before yeah and i think it's important to only keep clothes in your house that fit you and my new thing is i'm going through i'm obsessed with eby we talked about this eby bras Mm -hmm. and panties and they have like briefs high waist briefs and thongs and then they have simple bralettes and i think a big thing in the body positive movement is bralettes and no underwires. And I mm-hmm. think also there's a braless movement going around. Did I you think see that? I was going to talk to you about that. That's super fascinating. Yeah, with body yeah. positivity. And so I've been ordering, I got rid of, I've worn underwire since I was um, in eighth grade. I have worn underwire wow. since eighth grade. And I stopped last year, 2022. Yeah. So with this Ebby, you can get all matching. So I'll get two pairs of panties and a bra that match. So then all I'm wearing is like matching sets, which just helps me feel oh, cute and so love cute. myself. And I was at um, Target yesterday and they had Jockey had these little ribbed bralettes with matching little rib boy shorts, which are so cute. So I got a couple of sets of those and I um, don't have anything in my closet that doesn't fit me. And I'm not going to say, oh, I'm going to keep that until it fits better. I just don't have it anymore because I think that does a number on your head. And I think giving yourself Mm -hmm. grace, like our body fluctuates. Yes. And your weight changes and it's, can you just, okay, this is where we're at right now. Again, I go back to Susie Izzo stuff, just about don't talk to yourself the way you wouldn't talk to a friend. And but I do think we have friends who are, or maybe not on this journey yet. And I have some friends who don't talk positively about themselves. And I think you can help and encourage them. Don't talk about my friend like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're beautiful and wonderful and we're more than just our bodies. I think that's really important because again, when you don't say things, you are enabling. Yeah. Yes. And so that's mm-hmm. part of what we want to try to break the cycle of is really yeah. encouraging that positivity attitude. Yeah. When we have had our physical boundaries crossed, unfortunately for people who have been assaulted or molested, then your body isn't a safe place. But you can create your body to be safe again. It's tapping back into that and looking at what you love about it. I love body gratitude. I love body affirmations. And really just looking at how you can begin to love all of yourself. One of the things that helps me, and I know we talked about this, and I think you love this too, but I love the saying, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And that's something that I'm getting more and more into in my own journey is just this is just a body i am a beautiful wonderful powerful spiritual being and i was placed in this body for a reason and so i'm going to embrace it so i can meet my own spiritual purpose yeah yeah i like Did that your brain hurt you look yes like jess is turning crazy no not at all no i, I think it's beautiful and i don't understand it at all no <laughs> I think it is important to think about it that way, that it is just a body and you want to take care of it, nourish it and Mm -hmm. keep it moving. But it's not 
a reflection yeah. necessarily of who you are as a person, right? Yeah. And that's part of it. We talked about this before. Over the holidays, I was drinking more alcohol and having more foods that don't have me feel good. And that's another thing, right? When you tap into yourself and know like how to nourish yourself, you feel better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think you got to give yourself grace when you don't because we all do that and that's okay. And I think there are times where you need to just be okay with that. For example, when I had my skin surgery recently for skin cancer, I ordered in Chinese food, which I normally don't do, which is, I feel like so bad. In fact, I feel like that also gave me a cold, by the way, which is random. But I think I treated myself to something that made me feel good for my soul or like I, then I got a cold. And then I was mm-hmm. like having afternoon tea and eating cookies, but I was like, I feel bad about eating the cookies. But I was like, no, like sometimes you just need to treat yourself yeah. to things, that food and forgive yourself for doing it. It's not like I'm abusing a certain practice. Finding joy. It's finding joy. And I think um, yes. there was a time where I was emotionally eating because I didn't take care of myself or engage in joy. And so I would be like, I work hard. Like, I do everything. I deserve this. And then I would eat maybe junk food or something. And so I think that goes back to your why. And I think it's different if you plan to have a celebratory meal of something that you really enjoy versus feeding your feelings, maybe, or making sense, or like eating because you're not caring for yourself or engaging in joy. And that's the only thing you're doing versus a purposeful, mindful time to indulge. Yes. Yeah. And finding a balance between the two. And but that goes back to in terms of that body compassion and what we're talking about is being mindful, right? Yeah. Of what am I doing? What is it? Mm. Is it making me not feel good? Is it making me feel good? So like I might emotionally feel good, but I don't physically feel good as a result. Yeah. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes it's the opposite. You have to, you're like maybe eating something that is good for your body, but it doesn't really make you feel fulfilled. I don't know if you're not in the mood for something. I made myself a smoothie this morning, Mm -hmm. by the way, speaking of taking care of my body and I haven't made them in so long. And I find the smoothie situation is very hit or miss, but it was very delicious. And I was so glad I did it. And I knew that I was also taking care of my body by doing that. But I normally don't make the effort. I love smoothies. I feel like for me, a smoothie is a way to intake nutrients. But if I'm just drinking, I'm not a person, I think we talked about this before, I'm not a person that can drink my meals. I need to chew something. Or I'm still hungry. I put a lot you know of texture I mean? in it, so I have a little yep, crunchy. crunchy. I need to do the flaxseed, Sophia, to when I get more flaxseed in my you life. You know what so I, I love do more than flaxseed flax is the hemp hearts. So flaxseed has a lot of fiber and chia you know has a lot of fiber. versus the flax? The whole seed. Uh, but maybe that's when I was telling Sophia okay. about the hemp hearts and she was like, that's the omega-3s but not the fiber that she needs me to have to reduce my cholesterol a little bit. So they are both good, but serve two different purposes, right? Because flaxseed's got like Did you have her read your blood stuff again when you saw her? I did. I'm like, hi, Sophia, how are you? I need a consultation. (laughs) How are you? Yes, we did. And I think that is a part of taking care of our body. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. With various healthcare providers, whatever that looks like for you. Yes. And I get all my, I have a really great nurse practitioner who I love because she's also a board certified psychiatric nurse and a nurse midwife. And so she does all the things, right? The uterus, the brain, the body, all the things. And she will order all the blood. And it showed, I thought cholesterol was a little bit high from modern Western medicine. And I had Sophia, who's a functional nurse practitioner look at everything and she's like these numbers are great 
I love these numbers for you. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to die. I obviously need surgery and to be on a statin tomorrow. <laughs> she was like, these are great. And so it was lifestyle. We didn't have this talk. She goes, it's lifestyle. Because she goes, OK, I want to hear about your exercise regimen. And how about weightlifting and cardio? And so she goes, tell me about your stress. And I was like, through the roof. I want her to be like, Jessica, have a wheatgrass shot every Monday, Wednesday, and your stress <laughs> will go down. What's the pill for that? And she was like, Jessica, it's lifestyle. You have to reduce your stress. And she did give me, oh, we were, you know how to say it, the little shot in your mouth, the li- liposomal. That's how liposomal, I say it. Liposomal glutathione. Gl- oh, the glutathione. Uh huh. I thought that's what I was supposed to be taking, but it was that, a different one of that. So there is the Quicksilver brand, but I actually am now using like Thermogenics brand, which is a bottle where it's not liposomal. It's just, it's still like I bought Designs for Health, which I like. They have a warehouse here. Liposomal Neurocom. That's not glutathione. Oh. Mm-mm. No, it's Neurocom. And she told me to get that. Oh, instead of. I saw her in December during the holidays. And it's, I watch all these reels and you try to manage your stress, but it'll be like, Tomorrow is pajama day plus wear a blue boiler hat day. What? We don't have a boiler hat. What's happening? Also, all of the dues for the March Disneyland trip are due. And here's a 47-page form you need to fill out for the trip in March. What? What's happening? Dominic will be going to Reno in February. We'll need the down payment for that. And you're like, and so I try, but there was just so much. Sometimes life throws you a bunch at once. So that was like not a good time, but. I do. I think I haven't been walking as much. I've got to figure out how to. I used to walk so much more. So I've got to figure out how to get that yeah. walk back in. But anyway, going to a trusted provider yeah. and just managing. I love going off blood work. You love going off blood work. We're more on the functional side of things just to see where you can optimize your health. Yeah. And then finally, really, I think you talked about this maybe a little bit too in terms of just ways to take care of yourself throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. Um, speaking of stress is those moments of stillness. Yes. Um, and just closing your eyes and breathing. And even what I've found, and I don't do it as often because sometimes I don't have the opportunity is sometimes when I'm out and about, I have my headphones on and listen to my book. If I go out for a walk and listen to my book, blah, blah, blah. And then other times where I'm like, I'm going to go pick up the kids and I'll walk and I'm just going to be quiet. I don't mm-hmm. need to have anything in my ears. Just yeah. going to take those moments and have that be my like time for s- stillness. Yeah. The breathing, there's so many different breathing techniques. Yes. Yes. Breath work is so fascinating. I love box breathing and I will do that in the car sometimes where you breathe in for a number, hold for the number. So I'll breathe in three, hold three, breathe out three, hold three. I'll do that twice and then I'll do four twice and then it's like immediate bringing myself down. I love that. I love that. That's a really great quick tip. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, the rest of this month, we're going to be going through more ways to learn about our bodies, to tap into our body and to heal, which is what we really want to do, right? We want to bring it up, identify it, process it and learn strategies to heal. So join us this month as we continue to explore our relationship with our bodies. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop. If you love today's episode, please share with another mom. And while you're there, it would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to know more about Kelly and I, 
want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources, check that out at chasingbrighter.com. And we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks. We'll be here next week.